What's poppin' gang? It's your boy JB here, and I'm coming to you with another episode of That's That on That Podcast, hashtag TTOTP. And today we're going to do something a little different, something I haven't really fit in the schedule yet, but it might be like an every other week thing. We'll see. Maybe I rotate this and the vibe sessions. We'll see how I'm feeling about it. But this episode is going to be my pop news episode. And for you who's wondering out there, what is pop news? It's just pop culture news. It's basically, you know, what's going on with pop culture. Um, And honestly, you know, sometimes some weeks it'd be a lot of shit. Some weeks it'd be dry as fuck. So we'll see how it goes. I'm going to see how I like to do it. And we'll see how it can fit in the schedule. Um, but anyway, without further ado, <laughs> or should I say, <laughs> okay, the fuck? Anyway, um, well, today we're going to start off with um, saying RIP to Cicely Tyson. Um, if you don't know who Cicely Tyson is out there, especially if you're a person of color, you really should get your life together. Because Cicely Tyson has been out. She's been a very well-known, prominent black actress, especially in the black culture for years and years and years and years. She was here before the civil rights movement and all that other shit. She's old. Um, much respect to Cicely Tyson, though. I'll give you a quick synopsis of um, who she is if you don't know who she is and for the people that don't know who she is, especially if this is reaching overseas and everything else like that. But um, just if you want to do a quick Google search, you can do it. Uh, Cicely Tyson was an American actress and fashion model in a career spanning more than seven decades. That's a long motherfucking year. Some decades, which means that's 70 plus years. Seven decades, uh, she became known for her portrayal of strong African-American women. She was married for about a good uh, some years in 1981 to 1988. Um, she was born December 19th, 1924, in Harlem, New York. Imagine 1924. How many years ago was that? Nine-something years ago. And uh, in Harlem, in New York, at that, and being a black woman. Unfortunately, she died on um, January 28th, 2021. Sad, but, you know, I was ready for it. She do have uh, two siblings, Isaac Tyson and Sandra Tyson. And um, she's an Academy Award winner. The Cicely Tyson. Once again, if you don't know who Cicely Tyson is, you definitely want to look her up. And actually, especially being that it's Black History Month, shout out to all the black people and colored people and, and brown people out there celebrating our month. Um, and it's the shortest month of the year, but... um. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> um, and I was on, um, you know, uh, Twitter and, and Instagram and everybody else was in an uproar. Of course, you know, sad, sending their condolences to her and her family when the news broke and everything else like that. Um, I, I mean, it was a sad occasion. When I seen it myself, I was actually shocked. I was shocked because it was like eh, so many people has been, you know, kicking the bucket, checking a little bit. You know, rising to the skies and some of them fall into the underworld, but that's besides the point. Um, it, it was very much so, um, it was sad. It was sad when I seen it, but I mean, she was 90, what, 98 or 95 or 90 something. 
years old. So, I mean, you know, so if it's your time, it's your time. God knows best, and uh, we can't argue with that. She was Black Hollywood royalty. You do see Cicely Tyson appear in a little bit of everybody movie. And speaking of movies, when I was on, what was I on? I was on Instagram and actually Twitter. I mean, Black Twitter's a shit. Hands down, I don't give a fuck about what none of y'all other people say. Black, if you get on Twitter and there's some black, some black shit happening, some blacky black shit happening, black Twitter's, we're just funny. Funny as fuck. And I say we because I'm be a part of it sometimes when I have the time. Um, but anyway, <laughs> black Twitter and, you know, the black pop culture of it all. Um, they was pitching ideas. You know how everybody throws their memes out and, um, what is it? Throw their memes out and statuses and everything else like that and updates and tweets. Um, somebody put out um, that uh, Kimberly Elise should play uh, Cicely Tyson in her biopic if they are to make one. Now, for y'all who don't know who Cis, uh, not Cis, I'm sorry. For y'all who don't know who Kimberly Elise is, I need that money. <laughs> Bitch, please set it off. Y'all remember the one lost Charlie on it? Kimberly Elise played in a little bit of everybody movie too. She also played in Diary of a Mad Black Woman. She played in uh for Colored Girls. She played in uh what else did she play? Every time she played in a movie, she's always playing somebody in distress. And she does it so well. I'm starting to think that she has a sad ass life. But <laughs> whatever. Kimberly Elise. They wanted her to play her um in her biopic. And I seen they put a a face-to-face picture, you know. Of the headshot. It wasn't a headshot. I think it was just regular pictures. Um, I think of, of them at the same event. And um, they actually strikingly do look alike. A lot. Like, they look alike. And it's, it was like, wow. It was like, <laughs> some shit you don't even think about. And, uh, yeah, here we are. I'm just like, okay. I'm like, Kimberly, check. Don't let Lifetime do this um, biopic. Some, Lifetime is very much so they're hit or miss. It's a hit. Or miss. There ain't really no in-between. Y'all seen that Aaliyah movie. That's all I got to fucking say. Um, yeah, speaking of biopics, uh, Wendy Williams. Everybody know who Wendy Williams is. Wendell Bartholomew. No, I'm just <laughs> Wendy Williams. Uh, she just had a biopic on Saturday. Uh, was it Saturday? Saturday. It was a biopic put out, and it also was a documentary put out on her you know her her life and her rise to fame and you know she became the queen of media um rightfully so honestly if you look back on her career i mean you like her you hate her she was out there <laughs> she, she was out there she was talking shit and she was saying shit that other motherfuckers didn't want to say um she was saying shit that other motherfuckers was too scared to say you know people don't want to go against the industry and uh, I mean, I, I did give her movie a, um, a look, and I watched the documentary as well. And it actually, was um, it was pretty intriguing. I mean, it moved a little fast, um, but that's with every fucking lifetime biopic. Honestly, they always moving fast, and that shit is annoying as fuck. But anyway, with her biopic, um, I'm not necessarily going to recap it. It was basically showing you her life, um, the shit that she went through, her parents fucking her up in the head when she was younger, you know, telling her she was fat, I mean, she was big, she, she was, she was a little meat, a little, little meatloaf, you know what I mean, <laughs> 
Oh well, fuck. But anyways, it's nothing you want to tell a child at 11 years old because that'll really seriously fuck with their mental, especially if they're not confident and or um, have that mental stability to know that fuck your opinion. You know what I mean? And I mean, as a kid, and that's a very impressionable age, 11 years old, you don't even know what the fuck you are. So your motherfucking parents telling you shit like that. Oh, you be heavy. You're too heavy. It's like, bitch, mind your business. Meanwhile, you sitting over here looking like a block of cornbread. Like, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, and everything else like that. I mean, if y'all haven't watched the movie, y'all should really go check it out. It's pretty cool um, for the most part. I mean, it's, uh, I've seen great reviews about it on Twitter and Instagram and everything else like that. I mean, you got some other people that's just, oh, yeah, no, I didn't like it. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. You know what they say. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them. Um, but in my opinion, I liked it and I thought it was cool. I mean, I think they should have really did like, um, a new edition situation where it was like, um, they did three different parts and I think it was like two hours each and what was it? It was on BET and they actually did a um, three parts of that movie and it was actually pretty fucking good. So if y'all haven't seen a new edition story, not the Bobby Brown movie. I wish I heard the Bobby Brown movie was good as well. But if y'all haven't seen the new edition story, the three parts, y'all need to really go watch that. That came out like two, three years ago. Really good TV. Um, but I do feel like they should have, with Wendy Williams' biopic, I feel like they should have did it in a few different parts. That way they can expand on a little bit, elaborate on more. Because like I said before, it was sped up. And it was, it was just, you know, it was good content. But it was sped up. You know, also focus on how she knew her husband was cheating for about 10 or 17 years. And they were married for like 27 or some shit like that. Um, and, you know, I guess she, she she says her words. She has she had a plan all along. And um, she always knew she, this shit wasn't going to last. She was just getting her ducks in the round. I mean, that's smart. Smart. Smart for y'all women to do that. I mean, um... However common, I mean, smart business decision and everything else like that. But um, you want to also be careful with that as well. Because you never know, motherfuckers going to be cheating out here and bringing you back to clap. And I mean, some of y'all know y'all. Some of y'all already have it. <laughs> and or have had it. And, uh, you know, it's curable. But uh, still, who the fuck want to be known as, oh, damn. My husband and my wife came back and gave me the clap because I knew they was out there cheating. But I decided to not do anything about it. You know what I mean? Another thing, if somebody's cheating and you know they cheating and y'all together, don't ask, don't ask no questions unless A, you ready for that answer, and B, you ready to do something about it. Because if you're not ready to do something about it, shut the fuck up. That's another part of conversation for another day. Um, but yeah, you should check out that uh, Wendy Williams um, biopic on Lifetime. It was um, the documentary followed right after. It was basically, they could have really did without the documentary. And or, you know, release a documentary maybe like months down the line or maybe at the end of the year or so. Because it basically was the same story. Um, the same shit we found out that in the movie that we did in the documentary. Which, it was cool because I guess it was coming from our own mouth and, you know, people around her and everything else like that. But, whatever. <coughs> it's four long ass hours you can't get back. Alright, so our next topic. Or should I say our next celebrity? So we couple at that. Um, it's T.I. and Tiny. I'm pretty sure at this point, by the time that y'all hear this podcast, that um, everybody's heard about what's going on and what they did and what the allegations, allegedly. Don't sue me because I ain't got no money. 
um, of what happened and everything else like that. Um, if you have not heard, or if you have been living under a rock, or if you have not been on the nets, especially the black nets, then you would know that um, T.I. and Tiny are... Um, they're being alleged to basically be sex trafficking, not only sex trafficking, but also, um, what else they be doing? They be drugging, drugging women and then and beating them and abusing them and all this other shit against their will, um, allegedly. Um, and that's a lot. I see a lot of motherfuckers joking about it and everything else like that now. Stranger, the truth is stranger than fiction, to be honest. Truth is stranger than fiction. I, I don't know, um, if this shit happened or not. However, I don't put shit past any fucking body. Especially with sex trafficking as high as it is in Atlanta, and them two niggas are in Atlanta. And I mean, it's no secret, they definitely haven't kept it a secret that they do, uh, threesomes profusely expeditiously nah but um there's no secret that they are you know they're dibbling dabbling to add an extra people to their room which is their business their married couple and whatever works for them why should anybody else give a fuck um that's been no secret but the the problem becomes when it's against people's will now you can say oh how is it against somebody's will um if they knew they was coming for a threesome or whatever the case may be the problem happened the problem comes in when you 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 can agree to do a threesome. Oh, yeah, come in. We fucking cool. Whatever. We adults. We do what we do. The problem comes in where if I'm coming to your house to do one thing and then I'm taking Molly Martinis and, 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 and doing a little bit of the booger sugar and allegedly and, you know, giving substances that I don't know what the fuck they are. Um, and not only that, then I'm getting abused, um, verbally and maybe even physically drug places. I'm letting other people or y'all niggas letting other people, um, take advantage of me in a non-sober state. Um, and allegedly once again, and everything else like that, uh, you know, all of that shit, all of that crazy shit happening. Um, just, and that's just to sum up, that's not the whole story. I believe the story started, I'm not going to give you the whole story because the long ass story, so many different people that is a part of the story and that have contributed to the story. I'm not going through that time. I had that type of time. I got a job. Um, but, um, I guess they had their, um, friend, uh, let me give you her name, Sabrina Peterson. I guess they had, uh, they had a friend, um, I guess, I don't know, they were close or whatever the case may be. And, um, a few years ago or whenever they never really gave us a time, she came out, well, recently she came out on Instagram and basically saying to Keisha Lance Bottom, which I think is the mayor of Atlanta, um, she's basically telling her why, why are you endorsing and or letting T.I. come and be a part of this movement and try to, you know, be a, 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 a figure to people or a public figure or, you know, somebody to look up to when this nigga ain't shit, but hoes and tricks, that's my shit right there, anyway, um, but, um, yeah, so, she's basically just saying, it's like, this nigga put a gun in my head, like, fuck you talking about, no, fuck this nigga doing up here, you put a goddamn gun in my head, you piece of bitch, but, no, it's like, you know, bitch, she, basically, she came out and, um, basically said that, I'm not gonna give you the full quote, 
Um, and then Tiny, which is, you know, of course, the, what a good wife would do, which is a dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. Dumb business. Uh, she basically came out and basically said, you know, why are you, she made another or a counter Instagram post, you know, addressing her. It's like, why are you, um, weren't your kids just calling Tip, which is T.I., my, uh, calling him uncle and hugging him and taking pictures and everything else like that. What happened to that? What happened to all that bullshit? I thought, how the fuck this nigga put a gun to your head, but you feel comfortable enough to sit here and let your motherfucking kids call his motherfucking, you know, uncle, uncle Tip, uncle T.I. You, you, you comfortable with coming around my house and all this other shit and all, and you know, being cool with us. But yet, you saying this nigga put a gun in your head. I ain't gonna have nobody that put a gun in my head around my kids. Paraphrasing. But basically to that, um, to that standard. Cool. Whatever. So then, Sabrina came back and she's like, oh, well, fuck you then, bitch. <laughs> fuck you then, bitch. The fuck you talking about? Your dusty ass kids call me auntie. And that nigga still put a gun in my head. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. All right, cool. Whatever. So then... I guess she came out saying not only did he put a gun in her head, he's been out there, they've been out there um, recruiting girls and shit like that and, and to have threesomes and um, they drug him and, and beat him and abuse him and talk crazy to him and this, this and that and all the other shit and rape him and it's a whole bunch of, whole bunch of, honestly, it's really a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of, but I mean, this is what people, you know, highly weird yeah, I said Holly weird. Holly weird is fucking weird. So I don't push shit past nobody. So I ain't gonna say it's true. I'm not gonna say it's false. I don't fucking know. All I'm gonna say is, if it is true, all of that shit that Joe was talking about, Pill Cosby. Why the fuck? Like, why do you have a leg to stand on? Why was you saying anything? See, you should have just shut the fuck up and ate your food. Because here you are, seeing all of this shit about Pill, and then come back around and you, the next Mister Huxtable. Wow. Might want to get that in check, T.I. and Tiny. Allegedly, if they are, you know, if this shit is true. Now, if it's not true, which to, you know, counter everything that uh, it is going around the Atlanta streets and, and around the the socials, the socials that um, Sabrina is a little nut nut. They said about six people then got a restraining order on them. They said, um... What else they say? They, they said the bitch should be stabbing people, smacking people with uh, the whole bunch of foreign objects. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Don't sue me, I'm broke. Um, yeah, and they just said she doesn't have a leg to stand on because the bitch is mentally unstable. Which, I mean, if the proof is in the pudding, like I said, it's, it's in court documents that she's had a few restraining orders put out on her. So, I mean, you know, people do... Do... Just be out chasing clout and, you know, looking for their next five seconds of fame. So that's all it is, you know. The, uh, the GP's attention span is trash. It's like attention span of a gnat or a fucking peanut. Oh, okay. Something go happen. Um, a, three three days to a week and a half later, we weren't about something else. We didn't forget about what the fuck you got to talk about. But anyway, um, basically, uh, and one of their friends, Shakana Joe... Everybody know, I mean, if you don't know who Shakan is, I mean, if you know who T.I. and Tiny is, I'm pretty sure you know who Shakan is, T- T- um, Tiny's friend. She was on um, T.I. and them Family Hustle. She's on uh, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, I think her and Tiny had a show 
or something like that. Um, what's the show? They had a show about uh, a, a hair bucks or something like that. Anyway, Shekana Joe. She came out <laughs> a few days ago and made this dumb ass statement. I ain't even gonna call her statement dumb because you know, I mean, if you try to be a real friend, being a true friend, you know. Taking up for your folks. That's my folks. The fuck you talking about? They did this. And I mean, she known Sabrina. Um, I, I believe what Sabrina a few years ago actually was trying to attack Shakana. And um, not only was she trying to attack her, Shakana was one of those people that had to go out and put a restraining order on her. Um, wasn't she trying to attack her? I'm going to say allegedly trying to attack her. She's either trying to attack her or, or making threats. Um... But yeah, she kind of came on her Instagram live. She was basically um, not helping the situation at all. Like she was not helping the situation at at all. And I only say she was not helping the situation because you know you got one of them friends that think that they they they, they trying to help their hearts in a good place, but they come out and they say the the wrong thing or the dumb shit. Um, I'm not gonna play the audio for you because I don't feel like doing that. Sue me. Um, no, but. You know, I'm not going to put it all about And a quick synopsis of what she did. I ain't going to say quick synopsis. She was saying, um, basically, her words. How, uh, talking about Sabrina, she was like, let's tell how you was out with them recruiting the girls. And then some other shit after that. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, out with them recruiting Drake, like, wait, like, what? Say that shit again. Rewind. Let's tell them how you was out recruiting with them. I was like, okay, you're not helping the situation. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. In the words of lovely T, she kind of should have had a tall glass or shut the fuck up. Um, Honestly, because I'm just like, I see what you're trying to do. And I guess, you know, she came out later, two, three days later with the video like everybody do, everybody backpedals and pussy pops on the nets once their feet and their uh, feet is held to the fire and once somebody's foot is on their neck and social media's foot was on her neck. It was like, bitch, you basically exposing your friends. You basically saying it's something that's true to this alleged story of, you know, sex trafficking or recruiting. For one, I feel like I, I see what you were trying to do. Maybe it was just too much in the heat of the moment. You just didn't know what the words to say. I see. I don't think she would intentionally come out and say, yeah, them niggas out there fucking recruiting and sex trafficking. I don't think she'd get down like that. Um, I felt like you shouldn't have used the word recruit. Or I should say she shouldn't have used the word recruit. I mean, I think she meant, and this is just my thoughts. I think that she meant, okay, you was saying you was out there. Oh, she also said, um... Sabrina was fucking Tia and Tiny as well. So I think that she was saying, oh, or she tried to say, how are you going to be sitting here saying that they, you know, or trying to spray them with saying they do threesomes, which everybody already knew about. And they be, you know, going out and, you know, getting girls and strippers or whatever the case may be to have threesomes with them. But you one of the people that goes out with them to do it, to have threesomes and or orgies. Um, I don't think she meant to say recruit, but you know, people just don't know how to run their business. But anyway, she came out later on, um, 
like I said, two, three days down the line, crying, trying to clean it up, basically saying she don't know nothing about the life of them uh, having threesomes. And basically, I wouldn't necessarily say distancing herself from them publicly, but I, it sounded like in her long-ass live sob story, um, she was distancing her, well, trying to distance herself and basically saying, I wasn't saying that they were recruiting anybody, but I was just basically saying, you know, you 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 out there fucking with them too and and you know having orgies and threesomes and whomever else with them too which i i get and i understand but you shouldn't have said nothing because this wasn't your fight i i get trying to take out for your friends you definitely want to always have a united front when it comes to your folks um because they've been knowing each other for um years years and years as far as we know the, the gp um but enough of that situation. Actually, you know what? Not even enough of that situation. Because then also, everybody knows Atlanta's small. Everybody knows that all of the, the black liberties out there in Atlanta, we all know that they know each other and everything else like that. You know, if you don't know who um, Scrappy is, Scrappy from Love and Hip Hop, Scrap, uh, I think he went by Lil Scrap or some shit like that back in the day when he actually had a career. <laughs> Not talking shit, because I do like Scrap. He's a cool person on TV. Um, he basically came out, what was that? I want to say, like, yesterday or uh, two days ago. And I don't know, I don't want to say that he was defending them, because he wasn't defending them. He was just making a post about them. Well, I wouldn't even really say it was about them either. But you can really relate the two situations, because everybody knows everybody in Atlanta knows everybody in Atlanta. Um... Let me pull this up real quick and see what he uh, tweeted out. All right. Scrabby said, <laughs> say, man, Nickers better chill on that after party parties at they room because in a minute it's going to be so many groupies turned to women holding their hands up saying no. What he was saying, how he just typed it was dumb, but I'm just going to put it out there. Say, man, niggas better chill on that after-party parties at their room because in a minute, it's going to be so many groupies turning to women holding their hands up saying that they were raped or drugged. Some true... Sh- what was it? Some true, some false, but don't take the chance. And, I mean, if you're smarter than a fifth grader... <laughs> That, you know, you're pretty sure you can relate that if you know the story. You can relate that to what he was saying. Not saying he was taking up for anybody, but he was just speaking facts. And I mean, honestly, to be honest, between me and y'all, I I, I understand what he was saying. Like, I I get it. I get, you know, um, basically saying, because, you know, not everybody, I'm pretty sure, I guess it was 30 women or something like that, quote unquote, allegedly. 30 women that came to Sabrina Peterson's Instagram and DM'd her all of the stories that um, of them and T.I. and Tiny, allegedly. Now, it has come out a few days ago that um, a lot of them stories or a lot of the DMs were fake, um, allegedly, and basically just saying she was a fucking weirdo. But back to what Scrappy was saying, Scrappy... I agree what he was saying. You definitely don't want to take the chance because a lot of women, and this is the sad part about our society, a lot of women do lie about shit like that to, and I'm not saying any of the victims lied. I mean, 30 people, that's, I ain't going to say all them niggas lied, 
I'm pretty sure some of them did. Or some of them just wanted, you know, to be out there. Because as y'all seen, even with Pill Cosby, all of the 900,000 bitches that came out, all not all of them, let me stop. A lot of them were lying, but a lot of them weren't lying as well. So, I mean, people like to jump on bandwagons. People like to get their five seconds of fame. That's what people do. And those women and people in general fuck up with... They fuck up the accountability and the integrity of victims that actually go through shit like that. Like, somebody really got raped. Now it's like, okay, well, the last bitch lied. Now, the bitch before her lied, too, so why the fuck would I believe the next one that it really happened to? You know what I'm saying? So, I understand what Scrappy was saying. Um, I definitely don't think all of the women were, you know, all of it was true. I definitely do think where there's smoke, there's fire, and... I'm pretty sure some crazy shit has happened and, and it is happening. So, I mean, that's that on that. T.I. did also come out and it doesn't really matter. He came out with a whole live, it's like 16 minutes or so. Basically trying to use a whole bunch of 15 letter words and bullshit and talking about a whole bunch of nothing. He didn't really help his case because he wasn't talking about anything. T.I. sometimes need to expeditiously shut the fuck up and that's just me. Um... But um, in other Atlanta news, if you don't know who Tommy Lee is, and not the drummer, because that's my nigga for real, it's a rock shit, uh, Tommy Lee, you know, he got his black card just a little bit, he performed at the BT Awards, um, but not the not the drummer, the reality star, Tommy Lee from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, um, and uh, I think that's the only thing she was on, and Natalie Nunn, um, don't know, Shin, from Bad Girls Club, <laughs> Tim Mario's Club. They um, they were supposed to have a boxing match. I think um, Tommy was saying something about she wanted to do a boxing match with somebody. They have a sponsor. She got a, a celebrity boxing match. They got a sponsor. You know, they can ring up. And I guess Natalie was our choice. Natalie was basically saying, ah, ha, ha, ha. Well, we can do a boxing match. I don't have a problem with doing a boxing match as long as it's on the Zeus Network. It was the network that she's currently working with. She's saying they're going to pay us three times the amount. Uh, whatever, you know, sponsor you can find. So, they agreed to do the boxing match. Um, everybody was like, okay, nobody really gives a fuck, but all right, cool, we'll watch it if it comes on. Um, and, <laughs> what, four days later, not even, you know, they trying, everybody posting that they box, or that they, they're training, they're boxing, and showing their videos of them getting ready, and then not, only, not a day later, bitches backed out. <laughs> Tommy posted on Instagram that Natalie backed out um, for whatever punk-ass reason. And Natalie stuck to her guns and said, I'm not boxing with nobody off uh, outside of the Zeus Network. Like, if we're going to do it, we need to contract up with them. And I think maybe that is because maybe she has. I see she's doing like a few different shows for Zeus Network. I think everybody knows what Zeus Network is. If you don't know what Zeus Network is, they had... Um, uh, the Black China reality show, the um, Chance, if you ever remember Chance from I Love New York, VH1 back in the day, when reality TV was the shit. They had his um, show on there, they had uh, B. Simone's, uh, what was it, little fake relationship show on there. Basically, basically Zeus had everybody, pretty much. Um, and, I, and I think maybe Natalie had, um, maybe has a contract with them, because I see that she's producing... Or not necessarily producing. 
this might be producing good. Anyway, she has a, a few different things going on with them as, film, as far as filming-wise. Um, so maybe, you know. And I mean, wherever the bag is bigger, shit. I'm going to... The fuck? Why would I go and fight you for $10,000 or whatever the case may be? This is not, you know, the price, but just... Uh, example, why would I go fight you with, for $10,000 when I can come over to the network that I'm currently working with that's saying they're going to offer us $50,000? Smart money moves. I mean, you, you got to make it back somehow, bitch. First of all, I ain't about to fight you. I don't even know you or, you know, box you for nothing anyway. So wherever the bigger bag is, that's where the fuck I'm at. I'm where the money resides. Where the money resides. Um, And then and maybe on Tommy's part, she was like, you only try to do that because those are your knuckles and uh, you know they're probably going to try to spend something in your life to make it look like you either won or you, you know, the better person. But whatever. So, uh, Natalie backed out. And, yeah, that's that was the end of that. Now, speaking of Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee, um, there's been all over Twitter and Instagram and social media in general. Um, the allegations that, uh, she smashed Ray J. And I mean, if you watch, if you watch Love and Hip Hop, although they've been off air for a while due to, you know, the Rona Rona, um, they have like this little four part special or something like that on Love and Hip Hop Unlocked, a clip show basically, of them going over what happened and what's going on with them. Um, and Ray J actually was watching this one episode. I don't know if it was one, two, or three. I don't think part four dropped yet. I was watching the one, it was a clip of the one episode. Cause I didn't, I was like, I'm not about to watch. I watch Love and Hip Hop, but to watch the clip show, I'm just like, it's been like almost a year since y'all niggas been out. I don't want to watch the same shit or whatever. But it was a clip on Instagram that I was watching in. The clip was of, um, Ray J and I think it wasn't necessarily Ray J. They had a. Kendall Kendall, he was the host, and they were going over timelines, and not necessarily timelines, but um, connecting who was sleeping with who, and who slept with somebody adjacent because they slept with somebody else. If y'all watched it, y'all watched it. So, Ray J was basically saying everybody that he slept with, or I mean, everybody was saying everybody they slept with on the cast or, you know, in the Love and Hip Hop family, and, um... Ray J was saying, you know, who he's fucking with, blah, 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 or he has fucked with Princess was on the left of him, which is his wife slash baby mom's, and, um, she was like, oh, well, didn't, didn't you, didn't you fuck Tommy too? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and, um, Ray J was like, I don't know what you're talking about, nigga, like, fuck, fuck you mean? <laughs> like, huh? Like, I did what? Who said that? But nah, um. So, of course, Tommy didn't take that well. She went on Instagram and she was saying, oh, because I know Tommy's a rowdy one. She's a rowdy. And she got ass. Anyway, as I was saying, um, she was like, I don't know what the fuck y'all niggas talking about. And I'm just paraphrasing because I'm not going to go find it. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I never um, smashed Ray J, blah, blah, blah. I said what I said and I meant what I said, period. Um, basically, adding Princess, which is Ray J's baby mom slash about to be ex-wife. Um, I think, um, and, um, I think they got into like a little back and forth or something like that. Not necessarily back and forth. Cause I mean, you said what it said now back, um, two or four years ago when she was back, um, what the fuck was she filming? She was filming love and hip hop. And that's when she, uh, basically said it was like a little behind the scenes cut or whatever the case may be. 
she was basically saying who she um, smashed, which was Scrap DeLeon, which he's on the Love & Hip Hop Atlanta as well, not to be confused with Lil Scrappy. Scrap DeLeon's the other person. Seeing Scrap DeLeon, I, and I think she said, she made a joke, uh, allegedly a joke, that um, she hit Ray J, or was she playing Smash, Mary, Kill, or some shit like that? Whatever, she said she hit Ray J, but she said, again. Being, you know, again, meaning, oh, it happened before. All right, cool. That's where that all, that's what, basically, social media said, shut the fuck up when they posted that clip. It's like, bitch, you, you definitely said you did. Um, So why are you saying that you didn't? Granted, I feel like maybe she was joking or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I mean, you know, you get a little jokey joke in there every now and again. Ray J is a big star. Everybody knows Ray J is. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck so next is um, Trey Songs. We're going to do this real quick because I don't want this to be too long. Although I got a lot more to talk about. We're going to do Trey Songs. Trey Songs, he was arrested uh, last week because he was at a football game and um, he put a cop in the headlock. <laughs> talk about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> nah, but like seriously, I mean, you know, I guess he, apparently they said that he didn't have a mask on while and they were in the stadium watching the live game and he didn't have his mask on. He wasn't eating. He wasn't drinking anything. Um, and the cop came over and told him, I guess the cop worked for the stadium. I'm not too sure, but the cop came over and said, yo, nigga, put your mask on, bitch. And Che was like, nigga, mind your motherfucking business for I beat you the fuck up. So the cop was like, who the fuck are you talking to? Do you know who I am? <laughs> She's like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about who you are. Get the fuck out of my face, you piece of bitch. Now, before I cough on you. Y'all know Trey Songz had the Rona before. Now I was fucking around. He didn't say all that, but I'm just saying. He did have the Rona before. Um, So, I guess the cop tries to... Uh, I don't know if he tries to... It's a video out there that everybody can go watch if you haven't seen it. He tried to grab him, and or I guess to escort him out or lock him up or something like that. And Trey was like, nigga, I said, hell fuck nah, bitch. Touch me. I ain't about to be a hashtag. I'm going to fuck your bitch ass up. So, that's what Trey Boop, boop. Mm, I don't think he swung. Did he swing on him? I don't think he punched him. Maybe he did get him with a click clack. But, um, whatever. He ended up putting the cop in the headlock. <laughs> and I was just like, where the fuck did, thank God. And the cop had a gun on his, um, I think he had a gun on his fucking, um, on his side. So, thank God the cop was dumb and didn't fucking shoot him. Because I would have shot... Who the fuck... Put me in the headlock? Oh, no. You're getting shot today. No, but... um. Anyway. What annoyed me about the whole situation... um, Was... If you look back in the video... If you get it from a good angle... You can see all the other whitey folk... And whomever else... Not everybody... Because a lot of people did have their mask on... But... You can see a few little whitey folk behind them... You know... Although it was a little further away... Them niggas ain't had no mask on either. So my thing is, bitch, if you want to come over here and say something to me, you want you want to say something to them. The fuck? Like, I'm tired of people who keep, you know, I don't necessarily, I'm, the, it frustrates the fuck out of me. It's just like, I'm tired of motherfuckers acting like what we do is a problem, but when the mayor reflected people do it, it's okay. They're all right. They're well within their rights. They're all right. They suck my ass twice. Twice. Um, 
Like, the shit is ridiculous. But once again, that's what your bitch has get to the cop that tried to. I mean, before you even say that, Trey should have had his mask on. It is what it is. You shouldn't. You need to be wearing your mask in public. And in anywhere you go, and that's going to have other people around. You need to be wearing your mask so we can try to stop the spread, period. Hard stop. That's it. I get it. However, fuck that cop. That's what your bitch ass get because you wasn't saying nothing to Sally, Susie, Jake, and Paul back there. So don't fucking say nothing to Jamal, Tyrone, and fucking Quebec. End of that story. <laughs> um, next story. Um, is on Raz B. And this has been out for a while. Raz B, pray for it. But Raz B of B2K. Um, if y'all not familiar with the boy group, the, the boy band, I guess you can call it a band. R&B group, whatever. Omarion's group. Omarion and the boys. But <laughs> B2K that consisted of um, Omarion. Um, it consisted of, uh, what that nigga name is? Lil Fizzle Pop. Lil Fizz. <laughs> Um, Rasby and I think somebody else. Who was up first? Marcus Houston? Or was that another group? Anyway, it was Marcus. Um, Marcus is a weirdo. Let's put that out there. Um, Rasby basically came out the other day on Instagram saying how Chris Stokes, which I think was the manager and maybe founder or something like that of the group, um, raped him. Chris Stokes and I think... Marcus Houston, allegedly, right to when he was, um, back when they were in the group, um, it was said, um, everybody always paint Raz to be out the bad guy, I mean, because he does do, and he has done over the years, a lot of fuck shit, um, and he really, he does need mental health, he really does need mental health, uh, but, yeah, he both, he basically put it out there that, you know, that nigga raped and this is nothing that, he hasn't said before, honestly, it's just, I guess he's just saying it again, which brought an uproar to, you know, social media, and everybody's, you know, like, oh, wow, you know, he's like, you don't even tell my story, or, I mean, you you don't want me to tell my story, and all of the um, allegations of them fucking with him when he was younger, and them fucking with him even now, basically, like, they, you know, he, he can't do nothing without him, granted, he didn't really have a career, or a, a, at least a singing career outside of the group. None of them niggas really did. Honestly, if you think about it, once again, it was Omarion and the boys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I basically was basically saying the other day, oh, yeah, I was, you know, I'll take a lighter touch test if y'all niggas think I'm lying, won't do a womp, yeah, yeah. Which, I, I mean, I would like to see it. See, and when I say I would like to see it, I mean the lie detector test. Like, I, I, and honestly, I don't, cause I don't like play with like shit like that. And, like rape is not nothing to really joke about or anything else like that. So I'm not saying I don't believe him. Cause I, I actually do believe him. Once again, highly weird is a very weird place. And it's a, a lot of salacious, fucked up individuals, sadistic, twisted weirdos and highly weird. I mean, it is what it is. Not everybody, but it's, I can name too many people. Not on, I don't personally know them, but we all know from headlines and everything else. Um, so Orion came out, which Omarion's brother, which also I think he's a singer and or model or something like that. That niggas look just like Rivera. 
Um, he came out and he con- he commented under Razvi's post, basically saying, "Take the test, bro." Basically, in agreeing with him, letting him know that he, like, we all know that you're telling the truth. Like, it's just these niggas trying to protect their image. And I and I actually think also uh, Orion came out with, I don't want to say allegations. I think he did say something to the effect of. Chris Stokes and whomever I was fucking with him to not in that capacity of, you know, raping him because Omarion's brother. Um, but basically doing some fuck shit to him too, but that's to come more to come because I didn't put it all the way out there. That's just allegedly speaking. So this next range of stories that I'm going to be letting you guys know about, um, they will be quick. It's what I'm going to call, um, quick stories and or quickies. Just to get them up and out the way, it's not really anything too much to talk about with them or elaborate on. I have quite a few, so stay with me. So first up in quickies, <laughs> shout out to Roxanne. It's Rox on Instagram and um, YouTube and everything else like that. Also, shout out to Ashley Miller. She gave me a shout out the other day, actually, I think two or three times. Thank you for that. And um, I do watch you. Check her out on YouTube. But uh, Ashley Miller, I think it's Ashley Shy Miller on Instagram and everything else like that. She's a cool person. Um, but in quickies, we have Ludacris. His car was stolen in Atlanta. It was a Mercedes. It was a Benz something, something, something. It was one of them pretty ass slick sports cars. Um, his dumbass kept the shit running while he went to the ATM. And I think he was in Buckhead, which also Tyrese got his shit stolen maybe like a week or two and it, prior to this. In Buckhead, he left his fucking car on. And this dumbass nigga went to the goddamn ATM, and then you know, I mean, I guess a lot of people leave their cars, you know, they're close to it. I'm sorry, I'm not leaving my Mercedes out. If it looked as good, them keys are staying next to me. The fuck, that was stupid. But anyway, he got his car stolen while he was in the ATM, while I was going to an ATM. And this nigga said, <laughs> he went up to the ATM and he went to go get the money out, and then he heard his car skirt skirt. Skirting the fuck away to somebody. <laughs> Imagine going back, just turning the fuck around and seeing your car Audi 3000. Like, the fuck? Stupid. Whatever. <laughs> um, No word on if he got his car back or not. I think he did get his car back. I think it was parked somewhere in... Um, or he called the cops. The cops located it and something else like that. Something like that. But whatever. Next thing, quickies. Mulatto. Mulatto, uh, the rapper. Um, I don't really listen to her music. She is, from what I've heard, she does have bars. Cool person. Um, her name alone is problematic, and everybody knows that, and I think she knows that, which brings her to the quickie stories. She is um, changing her name to just Big Lotto because her name, Mulatto, is problematic as fuck. If y'all don't know what Mulatto is, a word derives from, or not saying she picked the name to be problematic, I'm pretty sure she did. Um, she's a melodic woman. And if y'all don't know what melodic is, or you know what mulatto is, ask your grandma, ask your grandpappy. They'll explain it to you. It's basically, you know, in my, in my words, um, uh, you know, a high yellow, you know, uh, Eurocentric and maybe even, um, what's the word? I forgot the fucking word. <laughs> but anyway, it's basically a lighter tone Eurocentric woman or, you know, man or whatever. Um, and basically, everybody's been giving her flag about her name because 
she is a melodic woman. She's light-skinned. She's, you know, um... She just fits all of all of the standards of melodic people, and you know, unfortunately, that has a negative connotation behind it, and it is negative, and it definitely was used, especially back in the day, as a negative term, and not towards the melodic woman. It was it was used negatively towards non-melodic women, you know, darker-skinned women, and um, I was just saying this to that, but that'd be a whole another conversation for a whole another podcast. But she's looking to change her name to just Big Lotto. Next, we have um, K. Michelle. She's coming out with a new show. Everybody know K. Michelle from Love & Hip Hop, Atlanta, New York, uh, Hollywood, and everything else like that. Shaking the table. (laughs) She's coming out with a new uh, show on Lifetime. And it's basically, I guess, helping people who had plastic surgery fuck-ups. Or black botched plastic surgery fuck-ups. And... She's coming there, um, I guess, I guess to help people get their, get their shit taken out the silicone or getting their plastic surgery reversed and or corrected. It's very, it sounds much, very much so like, um, the show Botched I was on E, which I really like the show because I'm like into like plastic surgery and shit like that, or just seeing, just seeing augmentations and whatnot is really cool to me. Um, but it sounds like that, honestly, just with another celebrity. Um, next we got Michael Strahan. He has the Rona. Yes. Sadly. Because <laughs> Michael Strahan was my guy for real. I mean, he's cool. Cool folks. Everybody knows who Michael Strahan is. If you don't know who he is, you should be ashamed of yourself, especially if you're black. Um, but he had Rona. And, um, yeah, that's just that on that. That one I said is I think he had to stop his shows and everything else like that. Hopefully nobody else got it from that. But um, he definitely had Rona, and hopefully he gets better soon. He doesn't. Ha- hopefully he's asymptomatic and don't have to deal with all of the fuck shit that Rona and her big sister come with. Um, next in quickies, we have uh, Monique Coleman, which is the black girl from High School Musical. If y'all remember, she was um, was she a cheerleader? I think she was a cheerleader. Um, and all of a sudden. Y'all know what the fuck she is. It's only like two or three black people. It's three black people in fucking uh, High School Musical. Cordman Blue, the other nigga that liked the bait, and Monique Coleman. She basically outed Disney, or not necessarily outed him or even exposed him. She basically said the reason why she wore those headbands on her head or on the back of her half wig or whatever the fuck the case may be was because she, no, because Disney didn't know how to do black hair, which... What kind of production set? Like, what? <laughs> and back in the day, y'all know Disney was diverse as fuck. They had That's a Raven, which was a leading black show on Disney Channel. So, whoever the fucking producers were, and Kenny Ortega and them niggas over at um, High School Musical, y'all should have done better. Because, yeah. Y'all need to do better. And I, and I know they got a High School Musical reboot out. With these new kids and I would never even watch it because it's a sin and it's a disgrace and it's a disrespect to my childhood because who the fuck are these people fuck anyway next on quickie stories um we have Chad Wheeler uh I think that nigga's a football player football player something like that I don't give a fuck listen he's a football player he's a white man not that that had anything to do with anything but 
whatever. He's a football player, and he had a domestic dispute with, I think it was either his girlfriend or his wife. He whooped her ass. When I tell you aristocuffs, he put them paws on her. Them paws, he put head, shoulders, knees, and toes on that lady. And that's fucked up. No, you know, domestic violence is nothing to even really joke about, honestly. It really is sad. Um, the way that he fist boom popper, like, he really, yeah, he need to be locked up. Um, anyway, he got into a scuffle. It wasn't even a scuffle. Like I said, he Chris Browned her ass. Like, he knocked her into next year. And if y'all see the, uh, I forgot her name, but if y'all see the pictures and stuff like that from the aftermath of it, it's really sad. Um, but, um, Chad Wheeler, yeah, he was in a domestic dispute or, you know, domestic violence case with his girlfriend and wife. And, um, she was a black woman. Yes. And just... Once again, he, he beat her bad. Um, unfortunately, I think he was, and it's not even unfortunate because I think he should have lost his job. Y'all know the NFL don't play that domestic violence shit, so they need to do the same thing they did with Mike Vick, which he wasn't even in a domestic violence case, but they need to do the same shit they did with Michael Vick. They need to do the same shit they did with um, Ray Rice and everybody else of the browner complected skin tones and kicked that nigga out the fucking field but he came up with an uh, uh with an apology quote unquote the other day saying basically i'm gonna sum it up because it was a long couple of tweets and I'm, i don't like to read so <laughs> to sum it up he was like oh um i apologize deeply for doing what i did yada 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 you won't, won't, won't. And basically, to chalk it up, he basically tried to say that the reason why what happened happened was because he was going through a manic episode. He was in a state of mania. And for the people out there that don't know what, you know, a manic episode is and or a state of mania, if you um, know about mental health or anything else like that, you do know when you are manic, you are out of control of your emotions, your body, your control of everything, pretty much, mentally. And um, let me give you a quick, let me give you a quick definition of mania. Google definition, dictionary definition of mania is mental illness marked by periods of great excitement or euphoria, delusions, or overactivity. Um, I do know about the mania and um, man, the manic state. Because I I don't deal with it myself, with myself personally, but I do know people and I have people close to me that does deal with that. So I understand when you are in that light or you're in that moment that you don't necessarily have control over yourself. Um, however, comma that, and this might sound crazy, but that's not an excuse. For a man, especially twice the size of a woman. And physically, we all know, physically, for the most part, men are stronger than women. There's no there's no excuse for you to be putting your hands on a woman. I don't care. It is what it is. Now, my mama said, unless she smacked you or spit, or spit on you, cut you, or try to kill you, then you just might send her ass to God. But... You don't put your hands on women, especially you be hurt that bad. That's really sad, and you really should be locked up. Whether you dealing with it, well, granted, you're you know struggle with mental illness. You need to be put away in the bins, not the bin bins, but you know you know what I mean, like the wards. Um, next conversation, the next topic, shall I say? 
Um, Lil Uzi Vert, he tried, or I guess consulted with somebody to put pink diamonds in his forehead. And, um, <laughs> like, okay, the fuck? Alright, nigga. Like, my fucking reaction when I fucking read it, I was just like, okay, this nigga's weird. Cool music, weird. Whatever. Next. <laughs> Nick Cannon, congratulations to him. He got a syndicated talk show that's going to be premiering sometime um, this year in 2021 in the fall. And I don't remember what it was called or if it even was announced that it had a title. Um, but congratulations to him. Everybody knows everything that happened with um, Nick Cannon with the whole, you know, coming out to speech shit. And then the network's like, ah, nah, nigga, you talking shit about us and us Jews? Now you got to go. Cut the fucking cord. Cut the cameras. Deadass. <laughs> um, and other quickies. We have Tory Lanez and Chris Brown. They have a new song that's supposed to be coming out. New song and video. I wonder what the fuck that's about. Because uh, Chris Breezy, if y'all don't know, Chris Brown is my cousin. Yes, thank you. Um, he's, he's my cousin. Twice removed. Um... <laughs> Listen, we got the same last name, so we cousins enough. Fuck what y'all got to say. Suck my ass. Anyway, as I was saying, Chris Brown, my cousin, and Tory Lanez have a song coming out. Um, it's not... Uh, there never was a date to, for it to be released, but I'm interested to see what that's going to be about. Because outside of Tory Lanez shooting Meg, allegedly, um, if he shot her, uh, he does make good music. Fuck what everybody else got to say. If you have a problem with me, Okay, continue to tune in, like and subscribe, drop a comment. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No, why well, do you give a fuck? Tune in and share this podcast. Um, but um, nah, I'm interested in seeing what that is about. Um, <laughs> well, sometimes because sometimes this verse is really good on my fucking nerves, but that's besides the point. But um, last and quickies, Kelly Rowland, also speaking about Beyonce. Kelly Rowland, she gave birth to her second child. They did not release a name. They did not release a picture. But I believe it was yesterday or two days ago that uh, she gave birth finally because um, she's been pregnant for a hot-ass minute now. And um, congratulations to Kelly. We uh, do support the Rowlands over here. I really like you guys. And, um, yeah. Well, you guys, that completes today's episode of the That's Not On That Podcast Pop News Edition. I am your boy JB, and I am signing out. But before I sign out, I do want to let you guys know, we do have a new Instagram page. Follow us on Instagram, and that Instagram name is... That's That on That PC. It's not That's That on That Podcast. It's That's That on That PC. Somebody else had the domain of the That's That on That Podcast. I don't know where the fuck that happened at, but whatever. Um, also follow us on Twitter at TTOT podcast nine. As soon as you type it in, it should automatically pop up. Also, I mean, if you don't want to type that in, which is the shorter version, you can type in that's that on that podcast. Um, but like I said, like, subscribe, leave a comment, tweet us, email us, met messages, you know, leave a review, um, hit up the Facebook page. That's that on that podcast on Facebook. Um, and y'all have a good day. Speaking of Chris Brown, Rihanna's album, <laughs> not too linked well together, but whatever. Rihanna's album, Anti, a few days ago, actually turned five. 
that's great because you know that album's a bop. If you listen to Anti, almost every song on there was slap, with an exception of like two or three. And that's just my personal reasons, but whatever. But before we say anything else, fuck this album turning five. Rihanna, where is music? Where is the music? Where is music? I'm not playing with your ball here ass. I'm tired of you being the Avon lady. Like, I'm tired of this. Well, Fenty Draws, I heard, they are very comfortable. And if anybody wants to buy me, a, you know, buy me some. I am a 2X. Email me and I'll send you the uh, address. Um, But no, seriously, where the fuck is the music at? Maybe she don't like us no more. Maybe she ain't making music no more. Fuck it. Um, talking about Rihanna, Beyonce. She uh, is dropping the Ivy Park Drip 3 launch, which is the third installment of the new um, or the new line, the Ivy Park title with Adidas, um, called Icy Park, which is the Drip 3. That's going to be dropping on February 16th. I believe Gucci Mane is a part of the campaign, and I mean, fuck genius, because if it's Icy Park, although... If it's majority winter clothes, which I don't think it's majority winter clothes, I think it's like winter and spring, but we got to see. They didn't drop everything yet. Um, it's genius because everybody knows that Gucci man is the icy man. Like, it's Gucci. Like, that's my nigga. Before you go, be sure to like, drop a comment, follow, smash that subscribe button, and follow us on all platforms at That's That On That Podcast, hashtag TTOT.